like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast in our identities and roles in the BDSM lifestyle series. Today is part five, SNM roles. Sadomasochism, sometimes referred to as capital letters SM or S and M, is giving and receiving pleasure from inflicting pleasurable pain or pleasurable humiliation on another. This is a scene-specific kink associated with a person who is either a top, the giver, or the bottom, someone receiving or having the, the uh, S&M done to them. This is not inherently sexual, but sex can, in, can be included if everyone involved consents. Sadomasochism comes from joining sadism and masochism, the two, those two words together. Here's a little history about those terms. The term sadism originally comes from the author Marquise de Sade, who lived from 1740 to 1814, who was known for practicing sexual sadism and wrote about it with Justine being his best-known work. He's not really a great example for sadism because a lot of his was not consensual in, in, his, uh, in his works that he wrote about. The term masochism is named after the author Leopoldo von Sacker Masoch, who lived in 1836 through 1895, who expressed his masochistic fantasies in his novels. So the terms come from two authors who wrote things that they may or may not have necessarily done themselves, but are credited with the thoughts or the ideas. In 1890, German psychiatrist Richard von Kraft-Ebbing introduced the terms sadism and masochism into the medical field with his research in his work, Psychopathology of Sex. Uh, in 1905, Sigmund Freud described S&M in his three papers on sexual theory as stemming from irregular psychological development, and he said it stems from early childhood, like a lot of his works uh, Uh, stated similar things about other things that they stem from early childhood. S&M was placed on the DSM, what psychiatrists used to classify as symptoms and deviant activities of mental issues or mental disorders. BDSM activists protested against the philosophies of the two psychiatrists whose theories were built on assumptions and their observations of uh, psych patients. 
The consensual part of S&M, practiced by people in the BDSM lifestyle, has since been removed from the DSM, which is the book that psychologists use, and is not considered to be part of a mental disorder, which is good to know. And it's good that BDSM activists and S&M activists took that stand because uh, people can happily and healthily participate in these kinks, we know from firsthand experience. So what are some top and bottom roles in an S&M scene? Again, these are not identities. because These are roles for certain kinks that are done within scenes and uh, outside of the scene, they may or may not have a place in a person's everyday relationships and everyday life. A sadist. A sadist is one who takes pleasure in inflicting pain, cruelty, or humiliation on others. Some sadists get the same gratification from watching others do those things. It is a top role, and it does not have to be sexual, but it can be. And we like to say that within BDSM, everything being risk-aware, consensual kink, that that kink part is that it is pleasurable for all the persons involved. And so we like to say that they take pleasure in it, but with it, for a sadist or a masochist to be involved in BDSM means that the people that they are inflicting pain on and themselves, it has to be uh, pleasurable for everyone involved. Uh, masochists are those who receive pleasure from physical and emotional pain. Most masochists will need a warm-up at the beginning of a scene and increase the pain, especially when we're talking physical here, as the scene plays out. When in the right mindset, they're, they're usually able to turn the pain they receive into pleasure. This is a bottom role in a BDSM scene that does not have to be sexual, but it can be. Sadomasochist. Well, that's a person who enjoys both inflicting and receiving pain or humiliation. A pain slut is a masochist that enjoys extreme mental and or extreme physical pain, oftentimes with no warm-ups. They enjoy the actual pain and don't actually really turn the pain to pleasure. SAM is an acronym for smart-ass masochist. It's a bottom who doesn't want to submit within the scene, but rather in, uh, in challenges and or annoys the top in order to entice them into uh, inflicting pain harder. In a role play scene, it may look like they are uh, egging on the top in order to receive a punishment, but it's not an actual punishment. It's just within a scene. Because no rules were really broken. It's not part of a relationship. It's just part of a scene. Uh, a Sam is also, a smart-ass masochist is also commonly 
where in modern BDSM, the term brat or bratting fits in. It fits in with a smart-ass masochist. And I always like to say that smart-ass masochist isn't really necessarily the best term that we could have for it. It's just, it's the one that stuck, and it is the one that is common in BDSM. A spanker is a person who enjoys spanking others. On the flip side, a spanky, with e, uh, which is S-P-A-N-K-E-E, spanky, is a person who enjoys being spanked. Um, a good spanking should include the following. That it is, firstly, it's given with skill. It's done with the consent of the spanky and the spanker. And it is done with care and consideration. Also, it should hurt, but not too much to where it is causing somebody injury or harm. And it's done in a calm and controlled manner. It's not done out of anger or malice of any, of any intent. A degrader is a top or a sadist that shames or embarrasses the bottom or the masochist. A degradee is the bottom or masochist who is ashamed or embarrassed by the top or the sadist's words or actions. Um, also, a cuckolding sort of fits here because it's a mix of, uh, of S&M because of the humiliation and the non-monogamy. But we'll go more into cuckolding roles in a future podcast episode. Humiliation and degrading play uh, can range from gentle teasing to objectification. It's a form of emotional sadomasochism, and it can be pleasurable to all the participants. The top or sadist seeks to shame or embarrass humiliate or reduce in status, degrade the bottom or the masochist during play. Degrading is saying things to lower their self-esteem, and it's intended to break down the person. This isn't the same as enjoying being called a slut or a whore. That is erotic humiliation, you know, a.k.a. dirty talk. Uh, examples of uh, degradation are being forced to cross-dress, uh, small penis humiliation, dehumanizing into an animal slave, degrading names and insults, things such as fat, ugly, and stupid. And, um, you know, those are examples of degrading and humiliating. Here are a few different types of S&M play, and a scene can be based off of just one of these kinks, like spanking, or you can add um, multiples of these kinks together when you're planning a play scene. Just make sure that you've done your research about these kinds of kinks uh, and have decided if you personally want to experience them in either the giving and or the receiving role. In other words, giving your consent. Make sure you also have consent of the person who will be involved on the other end, either the giving or the receiving, to you.
Uh, most of these kinks are dangerous, and they can really harm you. Some can even kill you if they're done incorrectly. So make sure that you are risk-aware, that you're doing them consensual, and that it's kink that everyone is being pleased in the process. Uh, here's just a few examples as we close out today's episode. Uh, spanking, beat torture, punching, beating, face slapping, biting, scratching, hair pulling, pinching, nipple and genital torture, bruising, um, choking, gagging with either like a bondage gag or with fingers, uh, gagging during oral, oftentimes called deep throating or face fucking, breath play, water torture, thinking something like a waterboarding kind of thing, uh, smothering, trampling, uh, certain types of fire play, uh, cupping or vacuum suction, uh, branding, cell popping, scarification, tattooing, cutting, piercings, injections, ab abrasions, uh, knife play, uh, even if it is non-cutting. Sometimes knife play in a mind fuck would be, uh, you know, bring that bring a certain amount of terror, or which is a type of pain. Uh, electric play, ice or cold play, hot wax play, tickling, wrestling, um, humiliation in private or public humiliation. Verbal abuse in a consensual place, play uh, in a consensual, consensual play kind of way, not verbal abuse in like a domestic abuse situation. Dilation of the vagina, of the urethra or the anal, uh, enemas or catheterization. These are just some examples. There are many others of S and M kinks. Um, all different types of things that you could enjoy during kinky play scenes. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM uh, United episode on SM roles that people can have during kinky play scenes. Um, uh, you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. So, joy bringing this to you, and I will talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at DatingKinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.